The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. Cafe. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, on today's program, we're going to de-stress a little bit here at the Multimedia Cafe. We're going to talk with Dr. Robert Nielsen, retired but still has a few clients with Nielsen Counseling Services. And in the interview today, he talks about why he chooses only to have a handful of clients while focusing on non-work-related parts of life now that he's enjoying his retirement. Although technically he is retired, he still does a few things, you know, golfs a little bit to keep that free membership at the golf club and keeps active for his overall health. So great conversation today, a little professional talk, a little soulful talk, a little bit of Life Talk with Dr. Robert Nielsen. In fact, good times with Dr. Nielsen. He's an outstanding individual and a good friend of mine, actually. Uh, I've been very fortunate to have him in my life as he's been a, a heck of a mentor in the spiritual side of my life. I say that because he's a counselor. I don't mean that in a religious standpoint. He just really opens up my mind to take a look at sides of life from an emotional side and from a relationship side that yeah, I don't really get anywhere else. So I've had some very good fishing times with uh, Dr. Robert Nielsen. So very excited for today's interview here on the Multimedia Cafe. Look at me opening up here. In the That's what happens at the Multimedia Cafe. You never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Sometimes we dive into that deep section. Sometimes we like to stay in the shallow pool with the guppies. All right, let's get to Dr. Robert Nielsen. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. Our interview today, Dr. Robert Nielsen with Nielsen Counseling Services, but he's also retired. Uh, my name is Bob Nielsen, and I am a licensed clinical counselor in North Dakota and a uh, certified counselor supervisor in both Minnesota and North Dakota. Uh, and I had uh, worked at NDSU as a counselor educator and coordinated the counselor education program there for many years. I just retired after 42 years of work at NDSU as a counselor educator and currently have a business, clinical business of my own, Nielsen Counseling. I've been doing that for the last couple of years. All right. So you, get, you were at NDSU for how long? 42 years. 42 years. And... My understanding is the program, or you, or both, won awards through those 42 years? Well, the program was accredited uh, by KCREP, which is the National Accreditation for Counselor Education Programs. And the last time we had the accreditation team come in, they were uh, going through our program with the fine-tooth comb for uh, three days. There were three people uh, from the KCREP organization doing that. And when they uh, completed, we had met all of the standards necessary, and they indicated that a really good counselor education program usually missed about 8 to 10, maybe 12 
of those standards, and we didn't miss any. They actually indicated that we have probably one of the very best small counselor education programs in the United States. So I was very proud of that as the coordinator of that program. And um, obviously that um, did wonders for NDSU and their image in the program, right? Well, it's one of those small programs at NDSU that is really uh, exceptional. And a lot of people don't even know about many of those small programs that are. Um, such as polymer encoding, for instance, uh, one of the best in the world. And a lot of people don't know that. At NDSU? Yes. Polymer encoding? Yeah. So you got counseling, polymer coding, ag. Yeah, pharmacy. I mean, pharmacy. there's a number of programs there that are really uh, exceptional. All right. Now, I also heard you were um, recognized in uh, certain small towns USA because of your hockey experience. <laughs> What's that? Now, t- talk to me about your hockey background. Well, I, um, I grew up in Cloquet, Minnesota, and I played hockey and uh, football there. I went to Concordia College for my uh, bachelor's degree, and I played uh, football and hockey there. Also, I, I was uh, part of the national championship football team in 1964, so you can tell my age. Um, and I was a captain and player coach, actually, for the um, hockey team at uh, Concordia. Um, at India, I started the program, the, the high school hockey program in Botano, North Dakota, and there were only eight teams at the time, so they had eight teams in the uh, state tournament, so we were one of the <laughs> eight teams in the state tournament. You got uh, in by default, huh? We did. That's absolutely true. Uh, and then at NDSU, uh, we started a club team, and, and Dave Morinville was uh, instrumental as a coach, and I was the faculty advisor. And in the first uh, eight years that I was faculty advisor, we did win seven national championships. At NDSU? Yeah. So NDSU has seven national championships in, in club, club hockey. hockey. <laughs> Not hockey, club hockey. Right. That's funny. Uh Okay, so you mentioned your uh, year, so you, you brought up your age, and you mentioned player-coach. I kind of wrote that down quickly. And then uh, your NDSU, you were a pioneer, really, um, with that program. You brought it to new areas. With the counselor education With the counselor program. education. So you were a trailblazer in there. The reason I'm writing those things down is because you're, you're retired now. You're, you're past retirement age. Correct. I am 73. Okay, so you're past retire. Is it 65, 62, 67? It depends on your health care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> depends I, on your health care policy? I could have retired many years before I did. I didn't because I really loved the work I was doing, and I was still doing a good job. Yeah, so so, so I, I'm writing this stuff down because you, you, you um, like a lot of people, you work in retirement. But you're not greeting at Walmart or, you know, bagging groceries, you know, st- stressless jobs. But you're those actually, jobs, I really honor those jobs. For well, you, you do one of those. You're a ranger. I actually do. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a ranger at a golf course because you like to golf and you get a discount. Yes, I am. I'm a ranger at Wildflower uh, Golf Course in Minnesota. It's a really beautiful uh, course. has uh, the logo right on the coffee cups we have before us. That's right. <laughs> Here at the uh, Palatius Palace and one of the many, uh, one of the lakes, one of the 10,000 lakes in Minnesota. Where, that's where we're actually doing the interview right now. Uh, with Dr. Bob Nielsen, and we're transitioning uh, into a retirement portion where he's actually working. He has his uh, kind of a social, um, you know, I'll, I'll get some discounts on golf. It's my hobby job, which again is like bagging groceries or greeting at uh, Walmart is the kind of the iconic one, which really means stress-free. You know, it's it's a way to socialize. You get you don't have a lot of stress, but you're continuing with your counseling small business now. 
I wrote down player coach. I wrote down uh, trailblazing because it seems like you always had that wiring done to where uh, it was always going to be in your future anyways. You were going to continue to do what you loved. And so you are doing a small business of counseling now. Yes, I am. And I'm uh, very uh, happy with how that goes. I kind of go by one of the uh, philosophies that I have, and that is if the job is worth doing, it's worth doing right. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm... uh, Quite successful in my private work, have a good reputation, so I, I do have uh, a lot of referrals from uh, individuals in our community, professional individuals such as physicians uh, who have um, uh, <clears throat> patients who they have prescribed anti-anxiety medication, and then they refer them to me to get them off those anti-anxiety medications through the process of counseling, and it's been uh, very effective. You know, that's actually um, a new science that I'm, by new, 10, 15 years old, I guess, that I, I haven't revisited. But I know in nursing homes, they were having uh, people engage with people early experiencing dementia to try to combat the, the medication. Okay. So it's interesting how they're trying to rewire the brain, if you will. It in, is. In order to get away from the, the crutch of medication. Yes, and actually... How we think does actually determine how we feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the cognitive behavioral process. Uh, we also have to act on the new positive thinking that uh, hopefully is taking over some of the uh, old negative thinking. Dr. Robert Nielsen, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment or two. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. Robert Nielsen. Retired, but also hanging on to Nielsen Consulting Services. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special love shine its ever-loving light right on down. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts. And then you let people make up their own minds. You want someone who's competent. You don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Speece on the radio. And if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Coming up next, we continue the conversation with Dr. Robert Nielsen, partially retired, partially a handful of clients with Nielsen Counseling Services. And an easy way to, I guess, example would be I get to or I have to. 
Just simple okay. things like that is kind of the rewiring yeah. of your outlook in your brain. Yeah, I get to. I use it. Uh, I want to. Um, changing. I, I want to do this instead of I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do this interview. I mean, I don't have to do this interview. Right. But I want to do the interview. It puts a positive slant on it. See, and I get to. Oh, there you are. There, I want to. There you I, go. I guess I don't need to, but I get to. You get to because you've made uh, the inroads into it in mm-hmm. order to be able to get to do it. Yeah, there's, you know, and there are a lot of uh, interviews I get to do. And I say that because, you know, one of, the, one of the things I've been very fortunate is I've been able to interview heavyweights in, in industries, you know. And I look at yourself here, Dr. Bob Nielsen, and the things you've done have been very monumental throughout your career. You've got some excellent landmarks. Um, Talk to me about your current business now because you have this wealth of knowledge. You know, you don't need to do what you're doing. You don't need to. You're at the retirement age. You like to do it. Is your drive that you're a workaholic or that you like to change people? Well, certainly not that I'm a workaholic at this stage in my life. I... um... I only see four to six clients. I mean, that's not like workaholism. It's uh, a, really a challenge, and it has very fruitful rewards for me. Talk about egoism or altruism, right? I'm not necessarily altruistic. I'm not just giving of my services, but I really benefit a lot from giving of my services, and that's the egoistic part of it. So. I might be a egoistic altruist or altruistic egoist, but uh, everybody, I think, really needs to feel as though um, they're doing a service in order to feel good. I think they uh, and have a very positive feeling about that. At least healthy people uh, have mm-hmm. that need, and uh, it, it gives me a really good way of meeting that need for me because there's nothing better than for me to have a client come back or meet me and. Walmart or someplace, you know, mm-hmm. and say, oh, hey, Dr. Bob, I want to tell you the things that uh, we talked about two years ago, I'm living by. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I had one just not too long ago who uh, grabbed me and uh, you remember me? Well, yeah, I remember. I can't remember your name. I'm sorry. They told me the name and they said, one of the things you said is something that stuck with me and uh, it has made a difference in my life. And I said, well, what was that? I'm really kind of curious. He said, <coughs> said uh, you can't unscramble eggs. And I said, okay, what does that mean to you then? He said, well, when I come to things that are a mess, I realize that it's a mess, and I need to accept that more, and I can't change it because it's not changeable. And I, in accepting it and then moving on, it's just given me a new life. And I thought, Hmm. Just little things like that sometimes make such a huge difference. Can and scramble eggs. Can and scramble eggs. Well, that that brings up a, a good transition to the importance of counseling or workplace stress, if you will. Um, and that's actually one of the main reasons why I'm glad that uh, you agreed to do this interview because one thing we like to to really highlight is in economic development there is such a critical need for a work-life, personal life, stress-life balance. Absolutely. Otherwise, the whole system falls apart. Well, the stress gets high. Yeah, well, and then, and then eventually what happens with stress? It fractures and cracks and breaks. Yep. So you, you can have a good run for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, but when you base things on stress and you can't find that balance, well, look at the Roman Empire. That, that, was, that was very stressful at times, and it cracked. And then you take a look at, you know, like a lot of uh, 
I don't know, India, for example. They, they, they've worked very hard on the balance of things, and they seem to be doing okay over the long period of time, you know, versus okay. things collapsing and cracking. So um, first off, before we get into the importance of counseling and work, do you guys talk about that as far as when you're selling a tire, you can kick it, you can feel it, it's a tangible object. When you're selling counseling, it's intangible. No. You know, it's this unscrambling eggs <laughs> has a good value to that gentleman, but to someone else, it has no value. Absolutely. So how do you sell the intangibleness of the importance of de-stressing and counseling? Well, one of the uh, things that I continue to do is a workshop from time to time when uh, organizations will contact me and hire me to, to do them. Uh, like the family uh, service system hired me a while back, uh, not that long ago. And <clears throat> I start out by indicating that uh, stress management is probably the, well, I, I believe it is the most important thing for people to learn. And uh, they wonder about that because of their jobs. They think that things that they have on their job are more important. And, and I, I don't necessarily believe that because if they don't manage their stresses properly, the things on their job, like you said, are going to crack. If things uh, get too high stress, we don't operate very well on high stress, which is really called distress. Um, it's where we make mistakes. Um, it's almost like we take our eyeballs and pop them out of our head and turn them around and we're playing this little record in our brain uh, about all the negative things that have gone on and the stress gets so high it's like the bucket is so full of water that when you get a little bit more on it, it overflows and when you overflow the bucket that's like the mistakes you make uh, or <clears throat> um, you have accidents I did a farm uh, uh, workshop and it was kind of interesting milk producers frankly they came in and uh, it was in the morning and they still had boots on and, and all that kind of stuff which was good but just before I went on they had a farm accident um, individual showing pictures of some pretty gruesome farm accidents and I couldn't help but think that those accidents were occurring because they were concerned about other things that they uh, weren't doing right at that moment and they lost track of um, some machinery or something and, and had uh, really some horrendous accidents. And the um, session I had after that uh, really went well because there are all kinds of uh, questions that I love uh, uh, to get from the audience has become very interactive. So like the, the, the price of corn yeah. has got their, their mind going and the simple automated task that they've done mundanely for the last thousand days they took their eye off the ball one time that's all it takes and that's all it takes yeah. Yeah. i agree with that and that's why you know i make the point that uh, managing the stresses and be able to disengage in order to engage disengage in the things that are in the background in your head that are quote worrisome and i have a, uh, a definition of that also but if we're concerned with those things that we would call worry when we're doing the things that you're just talking about and for one instant uh, kind of lose track of what's going on you, you see it for people in auto accidents all the time mm -hmm. dr robert nielsen i'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment or two we're going to take a brief pause when we come back we'll continue the conversation with dr robert nielsen Retired, but also hanging on to Nielsen Consulting Services. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. My words were cold and flat, and you deserve more than that. 
Another airplane, another sunny place I'm lucky, I know Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Gillette, Wyoming, the energy capital of the nation. The Wyoming Center at the Camplex, home of the Energy Exposition 20th Anniversary. June 26th and 27th, it's the longest running oil and gas trade show in the Rockies. You go there, you get exposed. Register your company for a booth now. Attendees can pre-register online and bypass the crowds. Don't miss the industry networking dinner with keynote speaker, Governor of Wyoming, Mark Gordon. And guess who else? U.S. Rep Liz Cheney, U.S. Senators Mike Enzi and John Barrasso live feeds straight from the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Then Chansey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band perform live on stage. Awesome. Oh, and don't forget the Energy Symposium. Join in the panel discussions on the new regulations and procedures. Discover how new large projects are going to benefit you, Wyoming, and the Rocky Mountain region. Like to golf or just network? Then check out the Expo Golf Tourney, benefiting the Gillette College Foundation on June 25th, hosted by Energy Solutions Corp and organized by Gillette Physical Therapy. Admission to the Expo is always free, and the exposure is, you know, priceless. Energy Exposition and Symposium, June 26th and 27th, 2019. And you already know, we're going to party like it's 1999. Find out more at energyexposition.com. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Coming up next, we continue the conversation with Dr. Robert Nielsen, partially retired, partially a handful of clients with Nielsen Counseling Services. And I have a, uh, a definition of that also. But if we're concerned with those things that we would call worry when we're doing the things that you're just talking about, and for one instant uh, kind of lose track of what's going on, you, you see it for people in auto accidents all the time. Mm -hmm. um, they're thinking about an argument they might have had with their spouse driving down the road, and they go through a stop sign and have an accident because their eyeballs are focusing on their accident, not on the road. So... When we talk about stress in a, in a workplace, and um, a lot of it is passive-aggressive stress in a workplace. Okay. Well, everybody's got to go through the happiness machine and, you know, be nice and, and that sort of thing. There's a certain expectation of um, yeah, demeanor and, uh, and hap I call it the happiness machine. Uh, where, you know, how's your day? Oh, it's fantastic. Maybe, it's, maybe you're not having a good day, but you say that. So it, it percolates, it percolates and that sort of thing. Um, do people, is it harder for people to um, have these conversations in workplaces through your clients that you've seen over time? Is it increasing, decreasing? Do you not have an opinion on it? Meaning, can you pu pull your boss aside and say, I screwed up, 
Can you pull your boss aside without the fear of getting fired or making more stress in your in your job? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. And some people are pretty good at that, and others are very um, poor at uh, at that. The ones that are not good at that are also then telling themselves some things that are negative. They're saying my boss isn't going to understand, or my boss is going to be angry with me, or you know it's going to have a, a bad view of what it is that I'm doing. Uh, I don't want them to know that. Uh, and that's unfortunate because uh, that causes more stress. They're hiding things that um, they're carrying around with them instead of being able to get them out. Uh, natural repair mechanism is actually talking uh, in an emotional way uh, about the things that are going on in one's life. Maybe they can't do that with their boss. It might be that the boss is somebody that uh, would be very critical of them, and they've figured that out, but they should have somebody. Mm-hmm. that they can do that with uh, a trusted friend is sometimes pretty good. Although, in many cases, uh, a, a good counselor is probably the best because it's so confidential. Well, and that was the next thing I wanted to bring up is that um, counseling is now being covered by insurances, isn't it, by some? Absolutely. So t- talk to me about that because that wasn't always that way. I mean, th- <laughs> no. th- th- that's quite a statement by healthcare providers to say <clears throat> we value preventative medicine like in this way well yeah and it hasn't always been that way and i'm not so sure that um, the insurance agents agencies uh really like that although i think they're finding that it's extremely valuable to do that because the preventative does really make a big difference people don't end up in the hospital for various different things I mean, stress is really the killer of today, but, uh, you know, they end up in a hospital for a heart attack or a stroke or <clears throat> maybe even cancer that, that might not have been the issue if they had been able to manage their stresses. So the insurance agent uh, or companies uh, are on board with that. And I'll just say with North Dakota, <clears throat> um, must be about 20 years ago now, a number of uh, people, including myself, were instrumental, actually, in getting third-party pay mandated by the legislature of North Dakota so that the insurance companies uh, were forced, actually, to pay um, credentialed counselors with a license pre- uh, to get third-party pay at a, a pretty good uh, uh, pay. I mean, it's, right now, it's over $180 an hour. Okay. I'm being very dumb here, and I'm not trying to be political, but when, when I look at, I, I believe stress is the number one killer, right? Okay, that, I think so. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I'm I, I, believe, I believe that's documented. Okay. Like, that is the number one killer, stress. And It doesn't show up on the death certificate. No, it doesn't, but <laughs> as far as doctors are concerned, is I believe that that is actually documented somewhere. Um, within, it's documented in much research. Right, yeah. with, with, with many physicians and yeah, that sort of right. thing. So when you're talking about ways to de-stress people, I have a hard time um, um, understanding where the resistance comes with covering it under insurance. It was kind of like um, when the debate was for health clubs. You know, I, I thought it was a great idea to re- actually have a, a reduction of your premiums if you could prove you could go to a health club five days a week that sort of thing to prove that you were kind of engaging in some healthy activity sure uh going above and beyond type of a thing but uh, within your industry what was the pushback what was the pushback against de-stressing people to make them healthier overall 
Well, um, the insurance companies are basically set up for medical concerns and physical medical concerns for physicians and um, reactive reactive exactly you, you cut you get stitches <clears throat> yeah okay yeah um, and there was a um, philosophy I think by the insurance companies that um, clinical counselors clinical social workers addiction counselors um, <clears throat> We're doing a job that uh, wasn't going to pay off for them to insure, frankly. Now, like I said earlier, they, I think most of the insurance companies have recognized that since it's been mandated, um, there probably are a lot less individuals who are running up big hospital or medical bills um, that would have been there in the past. So I think there are more coming on board now are still not 100%, but I think they're recognizing the benefits of good counseling services. And in so it means that the individuals that are providing those have to have good backgrounds and good reputations. Do you get, um, you know, we've been talking about the importance of counseling and the health benefits. Do you have any companies that pay for somebody's counseling because they look at it as they might be a more productive employee. Has that ever come up in the, in the past? Sure, employee assistant programs is really what it's called. And uh, Oh, there's a program. Okay. Yeah, it's a program for many companies uh, are enrolled in that, and, and they have certain providers, uh, like, for instance, in North Dakota or, let's say, Fargo, um, the village is uh, very big on uh, the employee assistance programs. The thing about that, there are certain regulations and rules that each of the different uh, employees have, um, like how many sessions will the individual um, be able to have under that program, uh, and, and things like that. Dollar cap, that sort of thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Dr. Robert Nielsen, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment or two. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. Robert Nielsen. Retired, but also hanging on to Nielsen Consulting Services. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Gillette, Wyoming, the energy capital of the nation. 
the Wyoming Center at the Camplex, home of the Energy Exposition 20th Anniversary. June 26th and 27th, it's the longest-running oil and gas trade show in the Rockies. You go there, you get exposed. Register your company for a booth now. Attendees can pre-register online and bypass the crowds. Don't miss the industry networking dinner with keynote speaker, Governor of Wyoming, Mark Gordon. And guess who else? U.S. Rep. Liz Cheney, U.S. Senators Mike Enzi and John Barrasso live feed straight from the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Then Chansey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band perform live on stage. Awesome. Oh, and don't forget the Energy Symposium. Join in the panel discussions on the new regulations and procedures. Discover how new large projects are going to benefit you, Wyoming, and the Rocky Mountain region. Like to golf or just network? Then check out the Expo Golf Tourney, benefiting the Gillette College Foundation on June 25th, hosted by Energy Solutions Corp and organized by Gillette Physical Therapy. Admission to the Expo is always free, and the exposure is, you know, priceless. Energy Exposition and Symposium, June 26th and 27th, 2019. And you already know, we're going to party like it's 1999. Find out more at energyexposition.com. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Coming up next, we continue the conversation with Dr. Robert Nielsen, partially retired, partially a handful of clients with Nielsen Counseling Services. Paralysis of analysis. Uh, you got any advice for people on how to get uh, unstuck in their life? <laughs> well, first of all, I think that some of the counselors might have paralysis of analysis because, <laughs> because I think there are certain counselors that really look at analyzing their clients or patients and then start working with the analysis rather than with the person. And that becomes kind of a negative thing. The diagnosis, for instance, is really meant to give the individual, the, the professional, a way of looking at a, uh, a certain condition uh, and uh, having a background in how that certain condition may be able to be alleviated or at least help move away from that. Uh, but if they focused on just that diagnosis, they're really doing a disservice to their client. Um, the foundation of any good counseling is the relationship between the counselor and the client. It's not the diagnosis. How about if somebody's uh, stuck in their job? Mm -hmm. If they came to you and said, you know what, my, my marriage is okay, but my job is just, I'm creatively not there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't inspire me anymore. What do you tell them? I really don't tell them anything. I ask them uh, to, to talk with me more about it. Like I said earlier, um, the health benefits of counseling is that individual needs to use their natural repair mechanisms. And talking about how they feel is one of the best ways of using it. I mean, they have the uh, opportunity and the uh, ability in most cases to do that. Many times we have to um, get underneath some things like for instance, anger. I'm really angry at my boss. Well, um, anger is, to me, a secondary emotion. 
and there's something else underneath that, and we have to get to whatever it is underneath that. Maybe it's a, a lack of security in the job, or maybe it's, uh, and they're concerned about their boss firing them, or you know, things like that. Um, we have to get below to uh, be able to give them an opportunity to talk about their real feelings that are being covered up. Anger covers up a lot of really more deep-seated feelings. Now, I think personally, anger is uh, an offshoot of fear. Yeah. Like it, it, you've got two emotions, love and fear. And everything is an offshoot of that. That's that's okay. how I kind of look at it. Well, that's interesting yeah. philosophy, and I don't disagree. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's right or anything, but that's just kind of how I've, uh, uh, over my years, I've kind of, when you boil it down, right? Because that's what you yeah. try to do. You, you, you always try to find the root of the problem. You always try to, you know, boil it down. And I found that pretty much everything starts there, you know, okay. and, and for me, you know. but uh, And that's a lot of uh, fear. Um, fear comes from a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. It can be coming from some externals, but, you know, when you come right down to it, we're our own worst enemy, and the fear that we have is something that's really more internal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, like I said uh, earlier, worry, for instance. Worry is sort of a fear of what's going to happen in the future. And worry is just something that we do about something that we don't do, anything else about at that time, and it just... Uh, um, kind of reverberates through our system and it uh, heightens the anxiety to the point where the person really does have difficulty maintaining um, their healthy attitude toward anything in life. Mm-hmm. All right, so you, you're um, kind of quasi-retired and you're also a professional counselor, Dr. Bob Nielsen. Are you looking for any new business? Do you, I mean, I know you guys are pretty, pretty controlled. I mean, your schedules are. You do, you do it on purpose. You know, it's kind of like a fitness instructor. You can only do so many hours in a day. A massage person can only massage so many uh, people because their hands can only take so much in a day. Your guys' mind can probably tack, tackle so many problems in a day. Well, and there, again, we get to the philosophy that I have. We, have, we need to be able to disengage in order to engage. We need to be able to disengage in some very emotional uh, concerns that we have uh, in our office with with a client, that person leaves, and then maybe uh, half an hour later, another client comes in. We better be ready for the other client and completely disengage from the first one. It doesn't mean we don't care mm-hmm. about that first client. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that we're not dealing with that client anymore, and we, we need to get it out of our head in order to get into our head what's going on with the client that we're actually working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you said <laughs> you ask if I'm looking for more business. Well, I mean, I'm always open uh, for referrals. However, like I said, I only see four to six clients. That's pretty limited. I'm very fortunate to have you know the opportunity to only see that many because it gives me a chance to really be able to get to know the few I have. Um, but on the other hand. They usually do quite well, and they aren't uh, in to see me for too many sessions. So if I have a client within four to eight sessions, they're ready to be on their own, um, then I have another opening. Mm-hmm. So I always have openings coming up. Uh, right now, I, I don't, but I probably would in another two weeks to a month probably would again and that was dr robert nielsen retired individual but also a handful of clients with nielsen counseling services 
And that's going to do it for today's program. I'd like to thank Dr. Robert Nielsen for coming on today's program, being a part of our content. I'd like to thank you folks for choosing our content. If you'd like to access that interview with Dr. Robert Nielsen or maybe listen to the full-length interview or check out other interviews, go to thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. The Multimedia Cafe is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, the YouTubes, all the different social media links. We have them. If you go to thecrudelife.com, click on the social media tab. You can add them up, and it'll be 350,000 followers. We have at thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. As I mentioned, this is the end of today's program. I'd like to thank you folks for choosing us as part of your daily content here at the Multimedia Cafe. There's a million places and a million people and a million things doing podcasts these days. And people call radio shows podcasts. So whatever. We'll take it as long as people are listening to us here on the radio. And if you can't catch us here on the radio, maybe you download us on our podcast like iTunes a little bit later. Maybe you're just streaming us here on the Internet because the radio stations have uh, Internet websites, as do we. So there's a million ways to access content, and we have a few of them here at the Multimedia Cafe and the Food Life Media Network. And we thank you very much for tuning us in here on this radio station because we'll be back tomorrow at this time and we'll be streaming and of course you can always download us on iTunes and other places too alright how's that for an extra 15 seconds as we wind down here at the end of the program alright from the staff here at the Multimedia Cafe can you tell it's getting close to Friday my name is Jason Spies and I'm asking you to savor life and enjoy the spice the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Speece on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Gillette, Wyoming, the energy capital of the nation. The Wyoming Center at the Camplex, home of the Energy Exposition 20th Anniversary. June 26th and 27th, it's the longest-running oil and gas trade show in the Rockies. You go there, you get exposed. Register your company for a booth now. Attendees can pre-register online and bypass the crowds. Don't miss the Industry Networking Dinner with keynote speaker, Governor of Wyoming, Mark Gordon. And guess who else? 
U.S. Rep. Liz Cheney, U.S. Senators Mike Enzi and John Barrasso live feeds straight from the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Then Chansey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band perform live on stage. Awesome. Oh, and don't forget the Energy Symposium. Join in the panel discussions on the new regulations and procedures. Discover how new large projects are going to benefit you, Wyoming, and the Rocky Mountain region. Like to golf or just network? Then check out the Expo Golf Tourney, benefiting the Gillette College Foundation on June 25th. Hosted by Energy Solutions Corp. and organized by Gillette Physical Therapy. Admission to the Expo is always free and the exposure is, you know, priceless. Energy Exposition and Symposium, June 26th and 27th, 2019. And you already know, we're going to party like it's 1999. Find out more at energyexposition.com.